What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Oki Podcast. And on this episode, I got a, an amazing special guest. He is the host of Unknown Hip Hop Culture. Today, I have Brandon D. Rock Duncan. What up? What up? What's up? Not much. It's weird being on this side of the. You yeah? Know. Yeah, a little bit. Kind of is, huh? Yeah. I remember my first time. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I remember my first beer. Oh, yeah. No, <laughs> yeah, I remember, uh, I think it was last night, I started talking to my fiance, and I was like, I was, I was trying to lay down and go sleep, and it's like, damn, I can't sleep. She's like, why? <laughs> I got that, gotta go to Russell's in the morning. It's like, are you that nervous? Like, yeah. I was like, you know, it's. I've always been told that uh, if you really care about something, and once you start really caring about something you know you get nervous each mm-hmm. time and even these artists and stuff that I interview they're like even though i've been on uh countless shows and stuff you know they they always they admit they always get nervous because they like it so much you know and mm-hmm. i guess that's kind of goes hand in hand with this too yeah it's true because like uh well i mean people just get nervous in general yeah because uh i always have people come over and they say the same thing it's like I'm so nervous and I I don't know how I'm going to react to this. And so it's always good to like sit here and talk before we actually do start. Yeah. Because some people are just like, they sound terrified, honestly. (laughs) Like, and it's just like, I don't know what they expect because this is like earlier and I still hear it now, but, um, I don't know what, what they would expect, I guess. Like, and then when they get here, it's like, Oh, like we're just microphones and like, yeah. You know, but still, like they say, oh, I'm still like just terrified to talk because it's recording, right? Yeah. And it's yeah. like, yeah, but if you say something like crazy or something, like I could just edit it out. Or if you don't make sense, like you don't yeah. feel comfortable with what you said, like yeah. we could just edit it out. Like it's not live, it's not nothing. You know, we're just talking, we're just yeah. having a conversation, and like it's always like and. I guess that's how I was too, because uh, I think my first podcast I was ever on was uh, the Right Potatoes, and but it was like over a phone, like I called into their show. Oh, okay. And but that was my boy. That's my boy James and uh, Stephen, out from Nevada, Sparks, Nevada. And I remember they asked me. They're like, "Man, come on, come on." They do uh, reviews, like movie movie reviews, yeah, and they yeah. talk about movies and stuff and. Go check them out, everybody. The Right Potatoes. And they asked me to come on. And I was just like you. I was like, man. Like, it, it's kind of it's kind of crazy to be on the other side. Of just, <laughs> yeah. like, just, just like a guest on somebody else's thing. Like, yeah. you're so used to your own thing where you have people on and you just talk to them. But to be like a guest on somebody else's show or something, it's like, it could be pretty nerve-wracking. Because yeah. like you, I was like... I hardly could sleep, and then I just didn't want to say anything stupid. Yeah. Like, I just didn't want to not make sense, I guess, yeah. on their show. But it was kind of scripted. Uh, they read bad reviews, good reviews. They have, like, some interesting facts about the movie that was made. And we went over the movie Haggard. I don't know if you ever watched that movie. Uh, with uh, Not right offhand, I don't remember. It's with Bam Majera and Ryan Dunn and just like that whole cky crew yeah it was their own movie that bam made and so we went over that movie and uh i think i did okay they did a lot of editing i think to where (laughs) i sounded okay and then 
but I mean, it was fun. I enjoyed it. And then I started being like a guest on other podcasts too. So you get used to it as like you get asked more, you just go on other people's show and stuff. But I mean, like you're already a podcast host, so you kind of just are used to the talking. Yeah. I I noticed I started kind of, that's what I was, uh, with me and uh, Frisco, whenever I told you I went to Okmogi to do their interview, and uh-huh. we started talking before, I can't remember if it was before the interview or during, but they was he was saying uh like saying get nervous and stuff, but once you start getting you know sit down and actually start doing it, you know it it's something you love, and so you kind of get in the zone. See, like right now, you know I'm just I don't really feel nervous. It's going, and I'm kind of used to this stuff now. So, mm-hmm. but you know um. Two things I do want to do. Uh, one of them is shout out to my boy. Uh, he goes by 420 Dallas, you know, or Dallas Morrison. Mm-hmm. He's from Tahlequah. He actually gave me the idea to start podcasting because mm-hmm. he was a he was a he's a rapper from where I am, and he went to all all the way to Little Rock, I believe. And uh, they were asking him questions and stuff, and they started asking him if they had like radio shows or you know even podcasters anything and he's like no he's like we we have to drive like two hours to Tulsa or Oklahoma City to you know even do something like that and mm-hmm. uh I, was, I don't know I went to sleep that night and whenever I woke up I rewatched it and listened to it and stuff I was like you know hey you know I've always been into music I've always like watching interviews on YouTube I'm a big YouTube person watch you know that's my fiance I'll be she'll be watching TV and she'll be asking why I'm not doing uh or watching TV with her and stuff I'll be over there on the computer watching interviews mm-hmm. she thinks I'm I'm doing two things learning about the artist and I'm studying the host on how to kind of the craft yeah the yeah. craft you know it's I've never <laughs> found anything really to actually go like a hundred percent because i i used to play football once i started doing it and stuff it's kind of it kind of fell off so you know that didn't do that then music uh got into music and that kind of fell off and now this you know it's kind of something that i can sit down and it might be weird to some people but i sit down and watch the host and stuff that way i can better perfect what i'm doing and you're thinking that that's the one thing I noticed that I've gained out of this is it's something that I'm starting to become, I guess, more passionate about and wanting to pursue and stuff. Like I was telling you earlier, it's not, not really about the money or anything. I've always been one to learn about people and their stories and stuff because I hear songs and stuff. And like uh, Frank, whenever I interviewed Frank Thompson, he was telling telling me the backstory and stuff about how uh what he was going through and all this and stuff and you know uh uh how would you say com- commemorate him mm-hmm. for uh being able to go through addiction come out then you know he said he relapsed and now he's back out of it and stuff you know i commemorate anybody that can go into that that far and then uh come back out of the and you know continue with their life and like he said you know he he struggles every day and maybe not every day you know he still struggles with it and stuff but mm-hmm. he's still on the straight path and stuff as as uh more straight than 
you know, whenever he goes into addiction, that's what I kind of, uh, well, I do. I, that's one thing I love about about doing what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. The second thing, you know, uh, I told him I, is a shout out to my dude, White, White Bird Robertson from Talakal. He's a, if you need graphics, you know, any kind of design, he does a little, let me, I think, I'm pretty sure you've seen it. If I can find it. He does, he does a, he actually made my, made me into a, the cartoon? Yeah, the cartoon thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He, uh, I don't need to get him on. I had uh, Wesley Drain on, okay, and I yeah. think his brother, Whitebird's brother. Yeah, I see that's a... Uh, yeah. Yeah, he, yeah. You know, when I, I hit him up and I was like, hey, you know, that sounds pretty cool. And, you know, how did you, how'd you, uh, would you mind doing one for me? He's like, yeah, he told me, you know, real cheap, real mm-hmm. cheap prices and stuff. You know, he'll work with you and just kind of whatever you want and stuff and he's the one that designed like my uh, the logos and stuff that i use for like my profile pictures on on all my stuff too so mm-hmm. you know but yeah it's uh whitebird robertson on and on the uh, for the cartoon thing it's toonhead i believe on instagram if you if anybody wants to you know just you just see what you look like cartoon because he'll take a picture and he'll He'll design it and mm-hmm. go off that, you know, whatever picture, whatever you you seen them and stuff. So, mm-hmm. yeah, hit him up, everybody. I didn't know he had an Instagram for that. Yeah. Toonhead. Yeah, it's Toonhead. Okay. Now, be- before I forget, you're from Stillwell. Stillwell. Like yeah. originally, yeah. You didn't move there or anything. No, I was born, raised in Stillwell. Okay. Well, I moved. You know, I moved away for like a year, year 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 and a half so mm-hmm. you know but you know born and raised still well okay so. okay and i never been i don't think i've ever been there is it a big city is it no, a big town it, it's smaller than tahlequah is it yeah okay it's 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 smaller and it's i, I i'm not trying to bash but you know the locals know what it is it's more a little bit more rugged than still well i'll mm. tell you that Go ahead and bash it. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'll, I'll bash the town of Stillwell because I'm actually I claim the community outside of outside of Stillwell, but it's still technically Stillwell. <laughs> no, that's one thing. Uh, I don't really. I understand where they're coming from, but I don't try to do because uh, I love Stillwell. I love where I grew up, and people always say, you know, it's. I, like I said, I understand, but they always say, you know, still was bad, still was this, still was that. Mm-hmm. Me, I, like I said, it's not all cases, but for the most part, I find it's the people that you associate with, what you do, and uh, kind of where you do it at is the bad part of where things, but, you know, here lately, it's kind of here and there. It used to be just no, like, I guess everywhere else, kind of mainly certain parts and certain people doing it and now i don't know if they're they move places or or what different communities and stuff but it's happening in different communities and stuff now but mm. i've always loved where where i come from you know it's home you know it's where where we buried my dad and stuff so i'm always going to be uh kind of not really cemented there but i'm always going to be drawn back there because you know if if something real bad happens you know i feel like i mean you know he's I believe, you know, he's with the creator and stuff, so mm-hmm. I can talk to him whenever I want to, but if I want 
if I want to physically go to where the last place I seen him, you know, it's right there. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And well, I was going to ask you too. So we talked a little bit about you and Stillwell and you said you played football there. You went to yeah. high school and everything. Yeah. Did you do music too? Like you, were you a rapper? <laughs> I thought I saw something where you were like maybe performing. Yeah. I, whenever I, I was. And is that where the name D rock comes from? Yeah. Okay. The technically the name D rock, I've always, it's weird <laughs> cause I don't really like my first name, which is Brandon, but I love my last name. You know, I got it uh, tattooed on me. I got stuff at the house, you know, just, Dunking and stuff, mm-hmm. and uh, always it's crazy because I've always kind of wanted to be professional wrestler. Mm. And then whenever I was, whenever I was young, like my uh, cousins and stuff, they were whenever they were born, it was like five or six pounds. And then whenever I was born, I think I was like nine pounds. Mm-hmm. So whenever my grand, my dad's dad held me for the first time, he was like, "Whoa, it was heavy like a rock." He's a then you know that's where the, my nickname rock came from and mm. then whenever i was coming up i've always wanted to be a wrestler you know whenever the rock came out and stuff people mm-hmm. people i used I, that's why I used to tell my dad that's why i used to i used to have a bunch of just rock stuff rock you know the rock el- i used to be the have the elbow pads and the wrestler and i used to have this big old uh he's like a ninja turtle i'd be mm. flying around the living room and <laughs> Oh, I'd be, I'd be, I'd, that might be where it came from. I'd be commentating my own matches and stuff, you know. I'd be, be like suplex off the couch and stuff. I think uh, I, I, not busted my head, but I got pretty close to, you know, whenever I would jump off the couch and I'd slam onto the other, other counter and all this other stuff. Yeah, I guess maybe, maybe that's where this, it led back to, you know, because I used to commentate my own little matches and stuff. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, the, yeah. I mean, I I I love what I do though. You know, yeah. like I like I was telling you earlier, it's not really about the money. You know, you love you love doing what you do, and you'd love to see a little bit of kickback from it. But you know, it, whenever it happens, it happens. I'm not too stressed about it. Yeah, well, it takes time. Have yeah. fun, man. Yeah, that, that's just have fun with it. That, that's what I've been doing. That's yeah. what uh, I'd always tell my fiance. You know, she's. She we well on average now because I'm meeting all these different people from Okmulgee, Tulsa. I've been to Tulsa quite a bit since you know I've started this. You know mm-hmm. to meet Frank, then then uh, Stenjati. Whenever him and Frank and you know uh, Wuko and all them, I've even done the I've even done a Wuko interview. Mm-hmm. Uh, I travel at least an hour and a half to two hours each time I almost each time unless they're like local mm-hmm. like eight eight times out of ten i travel at least a hour and a half you know i'm not really too messed up about not really i ain't gonna say losing money because whenever i do these podcasts i'm i think of it as exchanging money for uh like information because i i learn different things about different people whenever I do these interviews and stuff, which in return, 
makes me appreciate and uh, kind of kind of more become a fan more of them because of the way that they share their backstory with me rather than just oh hearing hearing the music you know they make great music mm-hmm. but I love hearing the backstory and how they came from this to where they're at now and continue to see them grow because I I know a few of them from whenever they were first started out and then to see them progress it's just all about the evolution of how they become you know better themselves because that's a that's one thing I've been doing lately is each day I try to become better than myself it's gotten it ain't a bad thing but it's gotten to the point to where I start uh, I start watching like I said YouTube watch mm-hmm. YouTube videos and then uh, some personal stuff happened and uh, one day I was laying there and I was watching YouTube and uh, it, that video was over then it started getting into these motivational videos and stuff mm-hmm. so I was laying there listening before I it was I looked at it and it was like five minutes playing before I even realized you know what was going on and stuff so I sat there and watched the remaining five minutes and stuff and the way that that's what I want to do is surround myself with people whenever I go do these is they're all they're doing is spreading positive energy that's what I want to be able to do and that's why I do do what I do because you know I mean I never met Stinjati I never met Frank never met Wootko but whenever I sit down and talk start talking with them it's the energy that they bring it just like it just connects and just uh I could I'd sit there and talk to them for hours if if I wanted to. It's mm-hmm. just that connection of that they've been down so far, then they come to the realization that, hey, reality is, you know, they're kind of at the rock bottom. So they pull themselves out, and then they keep that positive energy. Like, like I was saying, they might not go through it every single day, but, you know, I'm pretty sure they have some bad days, but they keep this positive energy about them. Mm-hmm. And that's what kind of draws me to people, especially like like I said, all these artists are new. I never met them a day in my life, and then whenever we sit down and start talking, and that energy hits in the room, like we get in the room. I mean, I've done the interviews over the phone. It I ain't gonna say they were bad interviews, but in the interviews, I can kind of tell whenever I listen, like it's. Not the energy. It's not the same. Yeah, it's not the same. It's not the same As energy. As in person. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's what I love is whenever, especially, like I said, you know, I go, I refer back to Frank because I go, whenever he was here, you know, I, I told him, man, I, once I heard his music and kind of heard before I even talked to him, I actually listened to his songs and stuff he was putting out. Mm-hmm. It gave me a deep... Uh, look into his life if you really sit there and kind of listen to his lyrics and I I love that whenever people or artists can sit down and write and make and draw you into their life then make you uh, in the back of your head make you want to man I want to hear more of his story that's mm-hmm. why I reached out to Frank whenever I did and, you know I'm glad he 
he done the interview with me and stuff, you know, and like, well, I told uh, one I done an interview with, I t- told him uh, I'll be a fan for life just for hearing his story. Just same with Frank, I'll be a fan for for life from him. Whether like he said, he's wanting to move to Florida, so he's just gonna leave us back here in Oklahoma. <laughs> <laughs> he wants to go see the palm trees and everything else, but he's just gonna leave us here. But <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, whether wherever he goes, you know, I'll 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 always be a fan of his. You know, mm-hmm. just the way that he tells his story and doing uh, the way he does his lyrics, does his cadences whenever he spits real fast and just the whole thing. You know, I'm not trying to bash any of the other artists that I've done, but for some reason, but I think one of the real reasons was he has a, he said he has a dad that was going through a, uh, cirrhosis too which mm-hmm. you know that's what my dad passed away from so in a way i guess i can kind of re- relate to his shoes you know i've never been into his position that he's been into before but you know like, like i keep saying it just uh, makes me real happy to see and hear the evolution that he he went through you know because i i went uh i heard not not just from him but from multiple people that know him that he might not know I talked to. They say, yeah, you know, Frank used to be kind of down bad and stuff, but, you know, they'll, they'll straight up, you know, their eyes light up whenever they're like, but I see that he's doing great and I, I got real love for him. That's when I've heard it from like three or four people mm-hmm. say he's doing good and, you know, he's not what he used to be. You can see the change in him, you know, like I could keep saying, you know, it's just, he's going to be one, one of my favorite artists for as long as he does music. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, that's how I met him. I had him on a while ago, <clears throat> and I need to have him on again. But, yeah, because I had never met him before. I never – everybody I've met – oh, man, it's hard to keep track. But, yeah. like you, it's like that's the first time I've ever met anybody that's been on here and just talking to them. I mean, I guess that's where that nervousness comes from, too, because yeah. – we've never met before and it's a conversation but it's recorded right but still like i don't know that the person sitting in your seat doesn't know me yeah where like they probably have no idea like what i'm gonna ask or say but it's really like i tell them it's like just a conversation about who they are what they are what they want to say and what they don't want to talk about i mean i'm not no fucking like hard ass about like asking these silly questions about stupid stuff like i mean trying to get them riled up or something yeah like, trying to get the it's it's a more of a genuine type of thing where yeah. it's a just a genuine conversation about who they are and so but that's why i love too it's like you start seeing like your community and just like the things they do right like artists actors entertainers in general yeah. i mean you you get a sense of who they are and how long they've been doing it and how long they st- stuck around doing it and like you like you said you hear their story from rock bottom and then going all in on themselves and just like believing in themselves and it's hard to do like it's hard to it's hard to have that mentality of like a positive outlook on everything you do because it's really it's really hard because uh 
you can be negative so easily. Yeah. But like I always say, like you can't do that. Like you can't like your mind is powerful and your words are powerful and the things like you set out to do are like powerful. So it's always good to have a positive mind about anything you do. Like if you want to, like I say, like if you want to do acting, like you're going to have to put in the work, like you're going to have to go to these classes and you're going to have to tough it out and just find a way to go. If that's what you really want to do, even podcasting, like people think it's easy. Like it's the easy thing, but it's hard, man. It's hard to get over that. Oh, I hate my voice. Yeah. Oh, I hate I hate how I uh, <laughs> talk to people. Oh, I hate this. Like when I first started, man, it was like I had Riker on Riker Six Killer on the first episode I ever okay, did. Yeah, and uh, I never met him before, and I added him on Facebook, and I was adding like all these people on Facebook because I had a plan of like, all right, I'm going to ask this person, and that person. Uh, and then we'll see where it goes. And yeah. I remember, like, <clears throat> I bought all this stuff and it just sat around forever because I was terrified to just do it. Yeah. I was terrified to look stupid or dumb or just, I don't know, like, I was terrified of people just hating on it, right? Like, yeah, yeah. And then that's, that's, and that was the point. That was another thing of, like, not doing it. But finally, I just had to let all of that stuff go and just, fucking do it and i reached out to Riker, and i reached out to other people too but in the back of my head though i was like please say no (laughs) you know like i was like please just say no i'm busy or something so that would give me an excuse to not do it pushing it off yeah Yeah. to keep oh well they said no so you know i guess uh i guess we'll see what can happen later and then it gets to a point where it's like i hope everybody just says no (laughs) right like because then i won't have to do it but he said yeah and so we booked it, and then I was like, damn, he's coming over, <laughs> and I have no idea what I'm going to talk about, and I have no idea. Like, I know he's an actor, and I just, like, I, but I don't know, like, what goes into that, yeah. what what he does prior to that and everything, but Shooty came on, and, and we just talked. Like, we just talked like we were, like, old friends. And we just like had fun, and he. I learned so much about him growing up to what he does now, yeah. and then you know found out he was a uh, stunt man too, yeah. and just all the things, all the projects he's worked on, uh, leading up to that time, and so that's what was really cool about it. And then it just kind of went into like every week. I think I had Jake Tiger on, Dennis Snipe Chief. I had the Right Potatoes on. I just had like a bunch of people on that I kind of knew or I heard of or I did know. Like I think in that span of like six at first, my first six episodes, I knew Dennis, James. I didn't know his co-host, Steven. And I knew uh, Joshua Pineda. And then the rest of people I'd met like for the very first time. And I had like Christian Littlehead on. I never met him before, yeah. but I know him from playing at OSU. Yeah. And but, like you said, it's it's a. Uh, it's interesting to meet him for the first time, and then to become like a friend, after that. Yeah. And to just grow with them, and also see them grow. Like that's always like the great, the, the amazing thing to watch is like to see the people that you first met when they first started their thing yeah and they're just kind of 
you watched him grow. Like I've been doing this for going on three years now and everybody I've had on. And I know it's, it's really amazing to see them grow from the first time I met them to what they're doing, yeah. you know? And, and it's like, uh, it's always like a treat to see that. And that's what I always love to see is, uh, my friends do it big. Like I don't even give a fuck about mainstream stuff anymore. <laughs> yeah. Like I, I don't like I, I mainly like. I just look out for like. Like when Frank drops stuff, yeah. you know, like when Frank drops oh, stuff, yeah. so like Stinjati or just people like I know. Personally, I mainly wait for them. Like, yeah. if if my one of my friends say, "Oh, I'm in this movie," then I'll I'll watch it, yeah. you know, or something like that, and then, or oh, I got a fight coming up. I'll try to go if I can, you know, like Samson Tabby tight, you know. Um, try to go watch him if I can, but usually I'm always busy on the weekends and stuff. So, but I mean, it's just like, that's what I mainly look out for is like people that I personally know to just go check them out. Yeah. Like, and I'm not trying to shit on mainstream stuff. (laughs) I've just, I feel like I've outgrown that to where I'm able to to actually support people, you know, like like support the locals. yeah. Yeah. And but like mainstream stuff, like I'll listen to some or watch some of it, but it's always better for me to support my friends yeah. that are actually doing it, and I know like where they came from and how long they've been in it, and how long it's been taking them to actually do the stuff they love to do. Yeah, and I mean it's always like a beautiful thing to to do that, and even designers like fashion designers too, like fashion's like blowing up in native world and stuff and everything. So it's good to see that and like comedy. My mind was blanking with a lot of stuff, but it's like coming back now. It's like yeah. comedy, fashion, just all that stuff, man. Like it's cool to see everybody out here just doing it, yeah. doing it big, doing it however they can to get to just get where they're going. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'll take it back to the conversation thing, you know, whenever I first started, I remember, you know, I, uh, I believe, I can't believe if it was after the Frank Thompson interview or if it was before, but I remember, you know, I know it was, it was before I might've messaged you before Not the thing. I can't remember if I messaged you before or after, but before the Frank Thompson interview, I know we used to, before the, the night before I'd have an interview, I, I'd try to get these questions stuff down. Then I remember, uh, asking you for advice and you was like hey just don't think of it as an interview kind of mm. do a more you know natural conversation and stuff. Yeah. so you know i threw, threw that out the window yeah you know having to having to question and stuff and it kind of that's how i take my uh interviews is i tell them you know of course it'll start out about the music and stuff then wherever it goes wherever it goes mm-hmm. you know it, you can talk about whatever you want to i'm not i said i want the more it might not a lot of people might not think it's more professional but i want the more raw side of everything i don't want to i hate to put a podcast together that's like real you can tell where it's like real chopped up and edited yeah. and edited and edited i want it more like natural because if you listen to some some of my interviews uh i have a bad habit of uh losing track of some stuff because i'm thinking of stuff while they're talking and stuff but then they say something that triggers one thing then they'll say something else that triggers what i had the first time so i don't know which which question to ask and stuff you know it's but i like i like it like that because 
you get the kind of real reaction and the real thought out of people whenever you just kind of go with the conversation and mm-hmm. everything rather than have like a more scripted how it's supposed to go and everything. Yeah. Yeah. I remember that too. I remember, uh, you asked me that just for advice. Yeah. And I mean, that's the way I look at it. It's like a podcast. People get it twisted a lot. Like a podcast is mainly made is mainly made for like just conversation, just talking, you know, like I, uh, if you go back to like Joe Rogan's first episodes, Cause I I didn't know what that was when I first saw what he was doing. Yeah. He was just like hanging out and talking, and people think it's like a like a radio show or something. Yeah. Like they think it's like like a radio show that's designed to do the same thing as I guess like radio talk radio. I guess yeah. or talk like early morning stuff where they're working for somebody, but we're independent like we're strictly like independent so that's why like i always say like podcasting is more of like for me it's i ask stuff but it's mainly stuff i want to know about you know and and just hanging out you know and 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 like you like i told you it's like just getting to know this person in a genuine way and then letting them be able to speak about whatever they want to speak about rather than like, cause I had questions, like I had all these questions and it kind of like that first episode, I, I, I tried to write up some <laughs> questions and stuff and yeah. it was like doing my homework before the night, before the day the test was coming out and, and I had like all these questions and I think I asked like a few of them and after that we just kind of started talking yeah. and it kind of just, it just created its own type of episode yeah. and so I looked at that and I was like, okay, well that was pretty easy because he talked too. Yeah. And so, but everybody that would come in would talk and it was, and when I found out like questions just wasn't part of the whole thing was when they would get into like a deep talk about, you know, Oh, I, I was an alcoholic. Right. And I got in trouble a lot and I could have gone to prison. I was in jail a lot and I was on this and on that. And then it got into like a lot of deep stuff. And then how would it look if we got done with that? And I just said, okay, well, uh, um, where'd you go to high school? (laughs) Like, yeah, like, like, and so like, it just wouldn't fit like what we were talking about. And so when they would talk about that, then it would be more questions about like, well, why do you think you did that? You know, like why, you know, what, what, what do you think was the problem was and how, like, how does it feel to overcome that stuff? You know, yeah. like, I mean, and so that's why I said, like, I mean, you could do it how you want, yeah. but really, like, if you really want to get to know people, just talk to them. Yeah. Like pretend this is not even here. Yeah. And you're just hanging out somewhere and yeah. you're just kind of getting to know this person and yeah. they're getting to know you. So, I mean, it's, it can just be very genuine like that, you know, just hanging out and having fun, you know, yeah. like, and then, you know, I go back to the being nervous. Like, I, you know, people that are really nervous, I say, just pretend this stuff isn't here. Like, just me and you. Yeah. Like, we're just talking, you know, and then they calm down a little bit. So, but yeah, I remember when you asked me that and I was like, I was like, if you want me, I was like, that's, it's up to you, but that's how I do it. I yeah. mean, it's, I'm not no pioneer or anything. I'm just, that's, it seems like the easier way to do it when you're just trying oh, to get yeah. to know it, somebody. It really is once it, yeah. you know, once, uh, 
once I started doing that, it, at first it kind of see I, another way I think of it as is whenever like I say that mine's mainly based around music, but then <laughs> whenever it does go into those conversations like you was talking to, it kind of like it's, I mean, you know, obviously I talk to my fiance about stuff, but mm-hmm. whenever I can, I cause I know, like, a lot of the things that she's been through, she knows a lot of things I've been through, and, but it, you know, a lot of it's not really the same. But then mm-hmm. whenever you find that person that kind of knows what you've been through a little bit, and that's kind of what kind of feeds back and forth is, I think of it as like a kind. A little bit like a therapy session because mm-hmm. you can kind of bounce, you know, oh, you know, they went through this and stuff. Then, you know, you'd be like, oh, yeah, you know, you, it made you feel like this and this and this or that. Or, you know, maybe I don't know, but you want to learn, but not really uh, look down on them as you're learning and everything. Because mm-hmm. me, I'm one to – that's how I've always been, you know. I've, I've never – you know, I'm, I'll admit I've never been in trouble, never been – a bad kid because I, I've always been one to learn learn through my environment. Mm-hmm. You know, obviously, you know I've been well. I've been around drugs, drinking. My dad died because of his cirrhosis and stuff because he mm-hmm. was a heavy drinker. I've been around all that things, but me, I've been one to learn through people. I see, I see the way that they're acting whenever they're on drugs. Mm-hmm. I don't need that. I see the way that they're. People's always fine whenever they're drinking. I'll admit, I used to drink, but then whenever I came to a realization that I used to, whenever I come out of high school, people used to know, know my dad around. Then everybody knew my dad. Mm-hmm. Oh, whenever, then whenever I started drinking, I, they're like, you know, you're going to end up like your dad's. Like, no. Two years down the road, I noticed I was kind of going to that path. It was before he got diagnosed with the cirrhosis and stuff, but. And then once I started realizing that he was, I was starting to become that, you know, I retracted. I was like, no, nah, I'm just, I'm spending, um, I was like a weekend drinker, but whenever we drink, we, we'd spend quite a bit of money, you mm-hmm. know. And I was like, no, nah, I'd spend money on something else, you know, a whole bunch of other things. So I cut that out. And then whenever I see people just doing stupid stuff. I've always I've always wanted to stay away from jail. Who wants to go to jail? You know, I'd see people doing stupid stuff, so I'd stay to myself. Like I said, for the most, like 90, 80 to 90% of the time, I'd learn from my environment except for the drinking part, which, I mean, I did learn, but I went through that phase, and I brought myself out of that. So that's the only thing that I can think of that I've done that I had to do on my own to realize I don't want to do that anymore. You know, mm-hmm. especially, I mean, it was like three or four years before I had my daughter. But especially now that I do have my daughter, like, I don't want to affect, I don't want to do anything that's going to shorten my lifespan that's going to take away from my time with her. Mm-hmm. Her her, and my fiancé, you know, my fiancé, she, uh, you, whenever I do my podcast, everybody hears me. I do I do everything on my own, the editing and all this other stuff, you know, because I'm having to teach myself. But really, I ain't going to lie. She's she's probably the number one thing because she – I travel with my family all the time. She keeps my daughter wherever 
wherever we're at. She keeps her kind of not. I hate saying check, but can you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it sounds it sounds a little bit rough, but she keeps her calm and kind of keeps her out of the picture and stuff. That way, I'm able to do this stuff. You know, mm-hmm. to be honest, if it wasn't for her, I don't. Cause I hate I hate traveling without them. Mm-hmm. I, I don't. I've never outside of going over going to Tahlequah. I've never traveled farther in Tahlequah without them, and it felt weird as hell. Mm-hmm. You know, that out. Outside of that, that uh, you know, if there wasn't her, I don't know if I'd be able to do this because, like I said, she's might not hear her or anything, but she's a big part of the team. I always tell her that, you know, and mm-hmm. I'm trying to. We got some. We have one business trip planned, kind of, that's kind of up in the air. You know, I'm not too messed up about it now. At the, at the start, whenever I found out what kind of going on, I was. But if it don't happen, it don't happen. Like I said earlier, if it happens, it happens. If it don't, then the next month I got a personal trip with my family for daughter's birthday. But after the start of the year, I told her I'm going to get you more involved because I'm wanting to do – I'm wanting to make this more of a brand now, Mm -hmm. a known hip-hop culture. And I'm going to go get my LLC for for that, and I'm going to make it – like I said, I'm going to make it into a brand, so we're going to – we're looking to be designing shirts, uh, hats, you know, stuff like that. And then this first, I mean, I think, I think I mentioned on my Facebook, but you know, as far as it might not be, it might be my own personal thing, not really the brand name, but you know, I got these other projects. I'm gonna be, I'm a, I'm a real big. I eat a lot. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie, you know. <laughs> it, it might sound funny, but I, you know, I eat a lot. I've, I took up uh, cooking, like smoking barbecue and stuff, like two, three, oh, well, nice. like three, four years ago, uh-huh. and it might just be my family saying that, but I think I make pretty good stuff. So I'm gonna be selling, selling, selling that, and then she, her, and I are actually looking into getting to beadwork. So she's wanting to, she's wanting to do the necklaces, and I see a lot of guys wearing the hats, and I want to be able to, like, bead people's baseball caps and you know all this other stuff. So. Next year, you know, it's going. I'm going looking to get her more involved. Maybe she's gonna. She might not be on camera or anything, but if pretty much next year, if it's under unknown hip hop culture as far as like clothes and stuff, ninety percent of it's going to be her, because I want her to be more involved, and she wants to be more involved too. But it's uh, you know, obviously, it's just right now. It's this. Then we have to take her. Uh, take care of my daughter but that way at home whenever she sleep or if I'm watching her and stuff she can do her own thing and still be involved with this I want it to be more of a family thing because outside of this too I got some business ideas that I want to in the future whenever my daughter gets old enough to take over you know I, I don't think I'm going that's kind of between me and me and my fiance but you know it's I I'm pretty sure I'm oh I ain't gonna say pretty sure I always say speak stuff into existence I know it's gonna happen mm-hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna make it happen you know yeah do you bead um I bead it a little bit yeah but you know I'm gonna kinda she's more into it than I am but I beat it a little bit but I'm gonna you know might as well mm-hmm. it ain't gonna hurt to try to learn I mean that's the that's the first step is uh 
if you want to do something, just take that step mm-hmm. to try to learn and either go with it or you don't. I mean, it's it's just that first step. Taking that first step, then it becomes like little baby trying to walk. You know, just little steps, little steps, little steps. Then before you know it, you're you're miles down the road. You know, that's that's what I tell people. Uh, that's another thing about this podcast is, it, like you said, it kind of brings you out of your shell. Mm-hmm. And even at even at work and stuff, uh, we got these. I always tell them, you know, I don't want to retire where I'm working at. Mm-hmm. And uh, got this 18, 19 year old kids coming in. Oh yeah, this is a great job. Yeah, it, don't get me wrong. They they pay you good to make money for them, but then in the long run, to me. This is just my thinking. Maybe, maybe the company might sell something else. But my thinking is they keep, they pay you good to stay there to work, and not really slavery, but you know they keep you there to make them a profit, and then they give you a percentage. Mm-hmm. And I always, I'll talk to some of these kids coming in, and uh, they're like, "Yeah, they make great job and stuff." And I told them, I, to be honest, I give it. I want to give this company three, four years max because I said, I got goals and I started talking to them about goals and stuff. And I find myself more opening up and motivate, trying to motivate people to reach their goals. Cause I was talking to this one person and, uh, there's like this good job. I'll stay here and stuff. I was like, well, do you have goals? Like, well, I was wanting to be a, like an RN or, like some kind of, or open up a business and stuff. Like, why don't you do it? Because I got all this, I work all the time. So, well, said if you really want to, if that's something you really want to do, take that first step. You know, if you have to go to online classes, go to online classes. You know, you can do it on your time, but I mean, there's you got to turn it in at a certain time, but you can do it whenever you wake up, weekends. I said it's, if you want to do it, you're young reach for it you know go go do it i said because like i said this company pays good and everything but if something happens you get in a wreck or anything that you're not able to work they're going to replace you in a couple weeks Mm -hmm. if not next week yeah and i i've told my buddy at work uh i told him i want to i want to get to the point on this podcast where I can get, you know, sponsorships, not really to, you know, ball out or anything, to be able to create a stable life at home because I'm getting, I'm tired of having somebody uh, tell me whenever I got to be at a certain spot mm-hmm. and whenever I can go home. I'm wanting to, that's why lately I've been, I'll, like I said, I YouTube a lot of things. I've been YouTubing on how to do certain businesses, and like that goes back to the clothing thing. That's why I'm gonna be, I'm gonna test waters in like four or five, maybe even six different things. That way, I can try to create the opportunity to be able to get out of uh, up underneath the company and relying on somebody that who that. Whenever they create a stu- stupid rule at work and I end up breaking it, they can fire me for it. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what I'm trying to uh, get out of. And I'm trying to 
tell people whenever they think, oh, I can't do this and do that. You know, I never thought I'd be doing a podcast. I never thought I'd, you know, not, you know, maybe not a lot of people know Stenjati or anything. I never thought I'd be able to meet him. I, I always see him music videos, you know, music videos. I never thought I'd be able to meet him. Real, real, real humble dude, you know, not. He's real respectful, you know. He'll tell you his story and everything. Never thought I'd be able to meet him. Then I met Frank, you know. Then to find out that Frank is on a label all the way in Florida and stuff, you know, that's that's big to me is to be able to talk with people that's been to these other places and kind of, in a way, live by curiously through them because they're telling you these different stories and they also tell you that I never thought I would be able to do this, but I took that first step to be able to get to where I am today. That's why I always tell people, just take that first step, keep going. Like it don't have to be, it don't have to be a sprint. Like, like uh, I believe I said, it, I asked Frank or I told Frank, I said it's not a, it's not a, a sprint. Is I said it's a marathon. He said, yeah. He said it's it's not something that's gonna happen overnight i mean you know you might wake up you might be doing it for three or four years then you know you wake up and you know some label executive hits you up or something but it's it's always an extended period of time that things take to develop like he was telling me earlier you know you it takes you like six months to kind of get in the rhythm mm-hmm. and like nine months to kind of you know really really get comfortable then after that first years whenever people really start you know see you put consistency into your work and then they see your craft kind of developing and stuff and want you because a lot of times whenever people start stuff new they'll do it for well you know myself included so I'm not trying to uh, count myself out but I noticed I would go six months like real 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 hard and then whenever I I was like man nobody's noticing Mm -hmm. and so I'd fall off and I've been doing this for what is about six months, and uh, I mentioned to I think I might have like I said I was going through some stuff maybe two three weeks ago, and I like you like you were saying earlier, there's always somebody watching, and I put on Facebook, you know, I think I'm done because there was like I was saying earlier, I say I can make money. Money don't really matter, but, you know, in all reality, we need money. Mm-hmm. And that's what it kind of stemmed from was a money situation. And then I was at work. I was said that on break. Went to work. Went back to work. Got back on lunch, and there was like three or four people I never even talked to said, uh, keep going. You know, I got this one dude. Uh, his name's Duncan Allen. He's from down south Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. He, uh... He said, "No, oh, man." He said, "Don't, don't quit." He said, "Keep going." He said, "That's what, that's a, uh, that's what a lot of people want you to do. That, uh, never have really strived for their dreams. That's why there's, there's a, uh, haters and stuff. I guess you'd call them. It's a lot of times it's the people that wanted a dream but never really worked for it, and now they see people progressing, and they can't really stand it because they didn't take that step to go towards what they was wanting to. But in their heart, they did, but physically they didn't make their selves actually go do it. And this dude, 
He said it might not be much. I I I think of it as a big big thing because he's like it's not much, but he said whenever I come up that way because I'm gonna have him doing an interview too because he's an artist. He said and he does all this other stuff like he's real busy. He said whenever I come up that way, he said I got a little camera. He said it because mine don't shoot in 4K right now. He's like I got this camera. He said it's not much. He said I upgraded. He said you can have it. You know, mm-hmm. that's something big to me, you know, and he's like, he said, I'll give it to you as long as you don't quit. I was like, all right, you know, and then this other person hit me up, and then my buddy 420, Dally, he, uh, that's what he goes by, you know, but I always call him Dally, but he hit me up, he said, what's going on, you know, we talked about it and stuff, he's like, so he was saying, he's like, no, it's a, just like a white bird, Whenever he told me, he said, just roll with the punches. No, just keep going. You know, life's going to throw stuff at you. He said, he, Dally would, would always tell me, you know, it's going to it's gonna get harder. And that's whenever you know your blessing and stuff's coming. And so far over this past year is whenever it did feel like it was kind of going south and I kept going is whenever... Like, right before the Stin Jotty show, I uh, I was like, man, kind of running out of people. Don't really know what to talk about. I don't even know if I'm doing any good because my uh, my ratings and stuff were subpar. Then uh, my fiance is like, well, if you really love doing it, just keep doing it. And then I've seen Stin Jotty doing the show and stuff, and I was I'll help try to email him. Then... Two, three weeks later, I forgot about it. I get an email back from him. He's like, oh, yeah. He said, I'll, I'll do it. He said, I'll, you know, I, I love doing stuff like that and talking to stuff. So, you know, that's kind of what kept me going through the summer and stuff is, you know, even I was like a little kid in the candy store, you know, mm-hmm. that week of the show and stuff. I was like, yeah, I'm going to get to see Frank, uh, Wuko, Stinjati, and all them perform and stuff. And, you know, that's what, if I didn't keep going in the people, and people in that's beside me keep me going and stuff. Like I said, it's a lot of it's not me because I I'm my own worst critic. I ain't gonna you know, I ain't gonna lie. I don't know I, a lot of people hear it, that's why I don't really do music anymore because I couldn't get myself to say what I felt because it didn't really feel natural. It felt forced. Mm-hmm. But I mean it was in my own words but it felt forced to say it but and this is more the natural thing to me so that's that's why I tell you you know that's why I catch that's weird because I catch myself watching YouTube videos to be able to learn how to do this podcast and be able to elevate it and have give people more professional audio than whenever I first started Mm -hmm. because I even now looking back on myself I can tell from my first episode I've done to now, it's kind of more natural. And I'm not really stopping. Because whenever I first started, you know, I'd stop and kind of had to think. And, I mean, I still do that now, but not as much. You know, it's kind of come more naturally and everything else. It's just a lot of lot of it, uh, a lot of it kind of comes from everybody around me keep pushing me and everything, you know. I mean... I'm not perfect or anything, you know. It does at times. It does keep. It does uh, 
get hard. People have to tell me, you know, keep going and stuff. But, you know, at the end of the day, it's all on my head and whether I want to keep going. And that's why I want to be able to speak to people and motivate people because, you know, maybe I can be that voice, like people in my life, maybe I can be that voice to somebody that wants to do acting, you know, acting artist, producer, photographer or something, you know. And I I love being Native. I love seeing Native people doing I'm, And I'm not, I'm not just a Native uh looking for a native artist or anything i i that's somebody uh mentioned why don't you call it like indian territory something i can't remember you know podcast and stuff but i don't want to be that's one thing that's why i love that you want to be as a guest on here because uh some i've had people ask why is it called unknown hip-hop culture i don't the word unknown uh, kind of throws it off because people think I'm talking about them like Frank and them being all being unknown. It's not unknown. The unknown part I want to explain is uh, I want people to whenever I talk to artists, I want people to know that what they don't see besides hearing the music stuff. I want them to hear the stories where. Frank came through addiction, you know, relapsed, came back. And then, you know, same way with Stenjati, you know, how he'll openly tell you how he grew up, how he was doing this, doing that, came out of it as a better person and stuff. I don't, it's not nothing towards the artist or anything. It's the fact that a lot of it's stuff that only you hear is the music. But I want people to know the how long it takes to write a song, how much work it takes to write a song, how much money it costs to be able to do these productions and go to here and there and you know and make it all come together almost like a movie. Mm-hmm. That's that's the reason I put the unknown in front of the hip hop culture because I could have called it you know a whole bunch of other things, but. I want people to know the unknown, I guess you'd say, mm-hmm. pretty much. You know, I've, that's something I, that's one of the things that I did want to come on here and explain because there's people that said, you know, the unknown throws it off because they think I'm talking about the artist. Now, I mean, you know, hell, Frank's video is sitting at like 12,000 views the every day. Or, different days. Yeah, yeah, different days. Yeah. It's sitting at, like almost 12,000 right now. So there's people that know him. Mm-hmm. I mean, it might not be a lot to some other artists and stuff, but there's people that know him. There's people that know Stinjati. I'm not knocking the artist as, per se, you know, with the word unknown. It's the behind-the-scenes stuff is what I'm referring to as unknown because there really is a lot of, even to this and stuff, nobody understands. Like, if you really, really edit your... your uh, audio and stuff nobody knows how long you got to sit there and you know you might uh might be doing a podcast and stuff and you know if you hear cop cop sirens or something go by and you did and it overtakes the audio and stuff you know you you have to decide whether to cut that part out or if you gotta you know go through and make some effects to try to cut that 
back part out and you know just little different things especially if you like do uh like the video and stuff like it depends on if you uh on your podcast and stuff on the video portion if you have zooms in on the on the guest or on you like at certain parts that they're talking and you know whether to do this do that you know just whether you will have sponsorship it it takes a lot it takes a lot to edit the video and stuff especially if you have stuff like that because i found that out you know like you were saying earlier getting comfortable i finally got comfortable listening to my voice and stuff then whenever i incorporated the visual into it i was like damn now i have to sit here and not look like uh kung fu panda or something (laughs) you know make sure i don't have to i don't really see like (sighs) like my rolls and stuff where i'm fat and everything wearing spanks (laughs) yeah (laughs) just gonna be in just gonna be like a what they call them scuba scuba diver suits like that where it's holding you real tight yeah you know it's it's just stuff like stuff like that that you kind of have to get used to once you do things but you know like i was telling you it uh it goes back to just being comfortable with conversations and stuff is and like i I might be you know kind of going back to a lot of things but it's a that's what i love is just that is probably the greatest advice i've ever heard and it came from you is just to have it more as a conversation Mm -hmm. you know and I catch myself repeating a lot of things, you know, but I'm still working on that. But, yeah, that's that will probably be one of the greatest advices even or t- as long as I do podcasting, you know, give you credit where never people ask me, you know, if how you do that and stuff is came from you just to treat it more naturally mm-hmm. and everything, you know. That's what, that's what I love, especially whenever I came in came into your house and if everything mm-hmm. it just uh, felt like normal like going to somebody's house 10 years you know like i said i'm drawn to positive energy now that i've uh took a different mindset on my life because i'm you know it's been here recently but i've started taking a different mindset and chasing like more energy based vibes and everything and whenever i came in here you know that it's just a different energy like i had a dude uh, his name's cody lane he's from muskogee i had an interview with him and i believe it's in the interview or no it might have been after he's like i don't he said uh whenever he whenever got done and stuff he's like you know i don't even like talking to people where uh, that I don't really know and telling my business and you know other things and what I've been through and stuff but he said it he said the positive the energy that you gave as soon as I got here he said I felt more natural to open up to you and stuff and you and uh I'll let I ain't gonna say too much about the interview because I haven't released it yet but mm-hmm. that's uh one thing that he said is you have real good energy about you the way you carry yourself and uh, you conduct interviews and you know you interact with the people and stuff. I never thought I, I never thought I'd hear anybody say that about me because I've always been one to be shy about things and kind of be in my own little corner and stuff. But whenever I came into your house and stuff, it's just the energy that you have and the real good 
feeling. It might be the dog too, but <laughs> she sleep over there. But yeah, the the, the dog was welcoming, welcoming too. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what I I feed off of, and it's especially whenever uh, whenever I first met Frank, and then me and him done the interview over here. Yeah, uh, I don't know, just. I don't know if it was double because of both of y'all was in here, but I don't know if you noticed. That's why I was kind of thinking back on it. I was kind of more jittery talking about talking about y'all because I could feel the energy and the way that y'all two interacted and the energy that y'all was connecting and everything. Mm-hmm. That's what I feed off of, and that's what I want to be able to give to even like youth and you know it'd be great to. That's one of my other. Uh, things is it may not be through unknown hip-hop culture but i'd like to be able to speak to uh even high schools or even if it's just like a 20 person class but you know the Mm -hmm. youth and stuff about their goals and stuff is i never thought this would really be one of my goals but it uh whenever i started it and then i started talking to you and like you said it's (laughs) well here's another thought but I'll talk get to that in a minute. But I never thought it'd uh, kind of progress into how it would make me feel, how it would change my everyday life and my mindset. I never thought in a million years that it would change my mindset to try to be more positive and then going and telling people, you know, take that step, being a more motivational speaker than I was, you know, before I started this because I can tell where... uh I can tell where I evolved and everything as a as a person as a whole, you know. And uh, well, yeah. Like I said, I, I I'm always thinking. That's whenever uh, I did a study, like what I was telling you, I stutter and stuff. I mm-hmm. did a study is kind of going into why people stutter and stuff. It might not be, but I I like to think because. Or I would I explain it like this because I like to think of myself as a thinker, but people that stutter is because their brain is trying to think five or six steps down the road and that's and their body can't keep up with how fast they're thinking and stuff. Mm. But yeah, that's kind of what I'd like to credit to, but I don't even know if I have a brain or anything. <laughs> you don't know uh, if you have a brain? No. <laughs> I, I don't really, I don't really, I don't really consider myself too smart, but you know, I, I like to, because some some of the things, you know, I'll be doing stuff at the house, and then I'll I'll just freeze, and I'll be like, I don't even know what I was doing. Mm. She's like, or you was doing this? I was like, oh yeah, I don't even know how I for, forgot. That's why I was like, I don't even know if I have a brain or anything, but you know, I like to, <laughs> I like to think I do. I like to think I'm smarter than I do or than I am. Maybe I am, maybe I'm not, but I don't know. It's just stuff like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I don't, sometimes I like to throw oddballs off to her. I'll be, we'll be doing stuff, doing normal stuff. Then I'll be, I'll say like a whole bunch of different things and stuff. And she's like, what? It's like, I don't know. I just felt like being a spontaneous comedic or whatever and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but yeah, I mean, it's just, I don't know. I always, Another thing is uh, I always thank people for 
their time because that's something that we can't get back. And before I do do forget, uh, I want to be I want to thank you for allowing me to be on your podcast because mm-hmm. you know uh like like I say you you can be, you know, if you want to be sleep or whatever, you know, you could be doing other things, but you have me on here and I want to be able to show you, show my appreciation that for you having me on here, which, you know, hopefully a lot of people listen to this, you know, and it's just, it, it's cra- it's cool, crazy, however you want to, you know, put it, but to be on somebody else's podcast and be able to explain my side of things rather than kind of, you know, me pointing towards the other artists and stuff. And it gives me a learning experience to kind of how to conduct and do other things going back into my podcast, like how a guest thinks, I guess you'd say. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you kind of catch what I'm saying is it's another angle that I can kind of use to be able to create better content for people that listen to mine, my podcast and stuff. Mm-hmm. That that's one big thing that I've all, that I wanted to uh say thank you for allowing me to be on this, you know. So Yeah. Of course, but I mean a lot of stuff we talked about and it's valid. I mean, we go I wanted to go back to when we had Frank over here yeah. and he was like He's like, man, you mind if we do this podcast at your house? I was like, who is it? And he said, uh, Brandon Duncan. And I was like, Brandon Duncan? I was like, I think I know that name. <laughs> but I remember, like, it's D-Rock. Like, yeah. Brandon D-Rock. Dun- yeah. That's how I remember it. It's like Brandon D-Rock Duncan. And I was like, I was like, why does this sound familiar? And he showed me your Facebook. I was like, oh, yeah. I was like, yeah, I talked to him in Messenger, like, a few uh, a couple months back, I think. I was like, hell yeah, come over. And that's the first time I met you. Yeah. Uh, and so it was, I always like to watch now, like, a podcast happen or, like, something of that, whatever it is, like, yeah. an interview type thing. And so it's always it's always great to see it happen than, rather than be a part of it. I mean, I still want to be a part of stuff, but it, yeah. it's nice to see it happening in real time. And so... I was like, this will be fun because I'll get to actually watch something and then just see how it goes and everything. And yeah. so I remember y'all came over and, yeah, I mean, we just all hit it off. Like, I mean, I know Frank, but, I mean, yeah. me and you hit it off. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, dude, I was like, use a space or whatever. Like, I don't I don't care. Like, do whatever. And, but, I mean, it was good. It was, it was a good interview and or a good podcast I should I should say. Yeah. It was it was a good one and I just remember sitting over here <laughs> just watching. And I think I got a few clips of it and but I mean I just remember sitting back and listening to the whole thing yeah. and watching the magic happen, I guess you could say. And so, but it was it was a really neat thing to experience, I guess, to actually watch somebody else do something that they want to do and that they enjoy doing and try to follow this dream that they want to do and 
But, I mean, it's all trial and error. Like, yeah. I mean, you got to remember, too, like, when you watch people that do podcasts that probably have cameras and stuff, like, you got to remember, like, they have a full team that does that. As for us, it's me, it's me and you just yeah. doing our own thing. Like, n- nobody's working for us. Nobody's working with us. It's strictly just us editing it, producing it, talking on it, booking guests. I mean, there's a lot that goes into it, and people just don't really understand, like, the amount of time, the amount of uh, criticism you get, the amount of things that go into, like, a podcast. And like I said earlier, people think it's, like, so easy to just, or you're just talking, like, you're just having fun, and, and it's like, no, like, you have to get over yourself. You have to get over, like, your ego. You have to get over the silly stuff that doesn't even matter. Yeah. Like you have to get over like hating your voice. You have to get over not sounding smart. You have to get over not saying the right things or you have to get over going on some sort of like tangent about something that doesn't even relate to what you're even talking about yeah. beforehand. Like you have to get over like um being shy. You have to get over all these things that are in your head. And it's it's really hard to do. Trust me, like I, I I've I've had to go through that. So when I tell people like they ask me like how do I start a podcast, and I'm just like, okay, do this, do that, do that, and then you just talk. Yeah. But there's so much more that goes into that. When I say just talk, I mean like find out how comfortable you are with yourself in that amount of time. Yeah. Like, because when I first started, like after that Riker episode, I was editing out all the things that, like, I would say, dang, or just all these little things that I thought were, like, not good for the podcast when it was strictly just me being myself. Mm -hmm. I wanted myself to sound smart for my viewer or listeners, whatever, whatever it may be. I wanted myself to sound a certain way for them. When in reality, you just have to be yourself and nobody else can be you but you and genuine. And like I said, like it's a lot of trial and error. It's a lot of learning and going back and I mean, studying stuff. But really, you just have to study yourself and get comfortable with yourself and work through that because you're never going to be perfect at what you do. I'm not perfect. I've I've never claimed to be. I make mistakes all the time. I still fail. I do all these things and I still do it. And it's a lot different now because back then taking failure is like, fuck, I failed. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm not good at it. Like I I can't just do it now. Like that gets in your head. And that's why I say like, you got to let go of your ego. You got to let go of like overthinking stuff. Just do it. And, like, the best advice I ever got was do it and don't worry about anything else. Don't worry about the numbers. Don't worry about how hard it gets. Don't worry about the haters because that's only spectators and participants. And spectators are only the ones that wish they could do what you do. Participants are the ones actually out here doing it. Like, they're putting in the work. They put all their chips in on themselves and they're betting on themselves and they're actually out here no matter how hard it is no matter what happens like they're still working through it they still put 
themselves forward into something that they wanted to do because that's another thing is belief. You got to believe in yourself. Yep. You have it to, is. you have to just, I don't care what it is. You got to believe in yourself. And like we were talking about earlier, speak, speak things into existence. That's what I had learned too. Like it sounds corny, yeah. which is what I've heard people say. It's like people tend, people tend to, to down talk positivity and, all these things yep, like manifestations, yep. they tend to talk it down because they don't really truly understand what that is. But really it's like, well, if that stuff's corny, then why is it okay to speak negative about yourself? Why is it okay to not believe in yourself? Like, is that cool? Like, cause if that's cool, then that's fucking stupid. Yeah. It is. Like you have to, you have to truly believe you can do anything that you set your mind to. And it sounds, everybody says it. You've heard it your whole life. If you put your mind to it, you can do it. But you really, really have to put your mind and physically you have to do it. Yep. You have to do it and you have to believe that everything will work out. And so coming across all these people, I've, I've, I had Stenjati on back in my earlier episodes too, but compiling everybody's conversations everybody's thoughts everybody the way they think how they do stuff how they move how they hustle how they grind how they do all these things that's what it really truly comes down to is just moving forward and not giving a fuck about what anybody says does do towards you and then just putting in the work like because yeah. i was when I first started too, I was like looking at my numbers all the time. I was like, Oh man, it went down. Yeah. Oh, it's back up. But then like somebody like said, like, just don't worry about that stuff, man. Like, cause you're putting more pressure on yourself to create something that you should just be able to do naturally and not perfectly because nothing comes easily or you're not going to perfect something. You're still always going to learn new things, uh, how to make it better and just trial and error all the time. Yeah. And so that's what I did, man. I just, uh, I quit logging into my stuff. I only would log into it when I would upload stuff. And then that was it. And then I just, I just started to build on that foundation of like, whatever it is I do, I'm going to try my best and I'm going to do it 110% and just try my absolute hardest to be good at it. Like not perfect, yeah. But just be good at it and yeah. give it a try. And if I fail at it, then it's like, okay, cool. So how how would I how how do I make it better the next time? Like how would I succeed at it the next time I do it? So when I when I stepped in front of a crowd, I fucking sucked <laughs> at it because I was all eyes are on you. It's different from this. Yeah. Because everybody's like, I mean, you know, I talk, I talk on here. I talk on a mic. I talk to people. Yeah. And so it it sounds like you could maneuver into an open space with people actually watching you. But it's terrifying because all eyes are on you. And so that's another step in like uh, speaking. Public speaking is another step into it. Like this is public speaking too. But really it's people just in their headphones, in their yeah. car, and they're just listening to you. But when you're in 
when you reach that part, it's like, oh, fuck, like everybody's here <laughs> and I have to make sure like. But then again, I had to remember, like, just go out there and have fun. Like, yep. yeah, it's scary. But once you get past like the first couple of minutes, five minutes or whatever, then you your true self will come out and you'll start understanding like how that is. And then I like I've done like public speaking and crowds and shows and comedy or whatever. And then you talked about uh, talking to students. Yeah. Like I did that in March, I think. And shout out to Aaron Parker. It was uh, it was for native students. I was fucking terrified, dude. <laughs> I was like, because I don't know if they're little kids or I don't know if like they're seniors. Yeah. And you know how kids, kids can be fucking brutal. Like they can, <laughs> <laughs> I know how I remember how I was when people would come talk to us. I'd be like, eh, I don't know anything. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, those kids were like so respectable though. And I think they were all seniors, but it was part of the uh, higher end in education of Tulsa public schools. And so they have like a little, they have like these uh, group meetings that happen every week and they try to bring in people that are she said considered a leader among like our people and stuff. Yeah. And it was crazy to hear that, like a leader, you know, you're getting called the leader. Yeah. Yeah. And, but I mean like, you know, uh, it's just something different to hear and you kind of have to just, once she told me that I was like, dang, like I really got nervous. I was like, (laughs) Oh man, I don't know what I'm going to say, but it was just like taking a different route. Like there's always another route. Like, there's just not one road that you can go on. There's multiple roads that you can take to find yourself or the things you love to do and to just do it. Try it. If you like it, fucking go for it. If you don't, then maybe shift to another lane to something you do love, you know, and that that goes to acting, art, music, podcasting, whatever it may be. It just you know, I I told them I was like, man, I was like, I had no idea, I had no idea what I was gonna do after graduation. Um, I didn't make the best grades. Uh, my football life was pretty much over because I got, I kept getting hurt, and that was the only thing that I could probably rely on. But after I got hurt the first time, it fucked with my head because I didn't say fuck in there, but I said it <laughs> fucked with my head though to work for something so hard at that amount of time, and then it just takes away it just it's taken away like that yeah and so back then you know i didn't really i was still a kid and i didn't understand like um what failure really was because it made me feel like a failure and then having that taken away it's like well shit like that's all i ever really worked for yeah and now it's gone so now what you know i gotta be hurt i gotta heal i gotta rehab i gotta do all these things and then when my senior year came I cared, but I didn't care. And I got hurt again. I hurt my back. And then it was like, okay, I'm probably fucking done. Like, I'm not going to get any kind of offers or anything. So now what, you know, and shit, I just worked. And I told him, I was like, I worked after I graduated and stroke of luck. My aunt told me about college. So I went to college and I made a lot of friends. I met a lot of amazing people. I was like, but even after that, I couldn't go back because I had an outstanding bill to pay. And so I was like, and then I got an MMA after that and I kept getting hurt. So I had to like retire kind of, but then I fell in love with jujitsu and I kept getting hurt again. And then I worked 
And then we moved back here and fuck. And then I just started doing a podcast and I was like, it's something you'd, I wanted to try, but I never thought like I would excel at it. It was just something that I found interesting people talking. And then it was like, well, how did they do that? Like, what, what are the steps that they do to get that going? And then you got to research it. You got to educate yep. yourself. Yep. You have to learn, like, I got to get a host. I got to start. I got to upload it to the Internet. And that's the only way I can do it. And then, like we said, like, you got to book people. You're working for yourself independently. And there's a lot that goes into it. Yeah. And so and so I try to be, like, as much help as I possibly can to people. Like, when you message me, I was just like, I think... <laughs> this is how you do it i was like but i mean this is how i do it i'm not telling you like i always say like i'm not telling you how to do it yeah that's for you to figure out but these are the steps that i took like i could be a dick too and be like figure it out right like yeah. i've had people do that to me too where it's like figure it out yeah but i mean still like you think that's dickish but it's like that's also giving you the opportunity of like well how am i going to figure it out like yeah. what you know and then you start doing your own research about stuff too yeah. but i'm not like that i'd <laughs> rather because i i have some answers i don't have all the answers but i try my absolute best if somebody really needs help i'll tell them everything that i possibly know and then that's just like how it is with me but i know some people are different yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah but i try to be like as much help as i can but i mean you're doing good, man. Thank you. And like you said, you wanted to quit. Yeah. But don't 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 quit because the struggle is what builds you. Yeah. That's what's gonna you're gonna look back and be like, Man, that was hard. Like that was hard work and that was a hard time I had to get through. Shit, I've been there. I've been where I just wanna stop because I felt like nobody was listening or giving a shit or whatever. But you have to remember, like, you're doing it for you. Yeah. You're not doing it for nobody else. You wanted to try it. You fell in love with it. You love music. You love everything that goes into music. You love all these things that people don't know about music. And there's a lot of things that go into music, just like with anything else. You yep. have to you you have to hear these stories. You have to hear these these talkings about what they do. I mean, that's with everything. And, yeah. and then you have to, it's, it's the character you're bringing out of people. And so that's, and to anybody, man, don't fucking quit. Don't stop. It's hard, man. It's really hard because sometimes you don't know what's going to happen. And I say this all the time. Like if you want to start something, do it. Yeah. Don't get crazy and quit your job. How much free time do you have? Like, how much free time do you have after work or on the weekends? Yep. Your weekend. Do you work nights? Can you come home when you get off work in the morning and work a little bit on what you want to do and go you to gotta sleep? You got to make sacrifices. Yeah, you have yeah. to make sacrifices. And and just, yeah, man. You know, I didn't see that post. Did you delete it? I think so. Okay. Yeah. I didn't see it. But, yeah, yeah. I would I would have said, like, you know, don't. Don't stop, man. Like, yeah. you've done it this long and far. Six months, it doesn't sound like a long time, but I know how long that is because yeah. I've done it. And it's a lot of time. That's a, that's a lot of time you're not going to get back. 
your guests won't get back. Yep. And it's time is everything. Time is a motherfucker. Yeah. And when you start doing this stuff, you realize how much time you don't have in your days with your family, with just personal time. Like you're you're working on this craft that nobody's paying you for, but you're also receiving something for yourself. Yeah. Like you're you could be considered an audio engineer because you're you're working with vocals, you're working with uh, microphones, you're you're learning all this stuff that goes into podcasts, and you're editing. Like you you could be an editor now. Like you can probably go out and say, hey, if you're doing a podcast and you don't want to edit it, I can be your guy. Like there's other things like that are just like a part of like what we do, and so that's what I I would have told you. You know, yeah. like don't give up, don't stop. Yeah. yeah it's rough yeah it's hard but you gotta remember like this is uh it's it's people say like oh it's a cool hobby but if you're really in love with it it's not that like it's 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 a part of you it's yeah. what you want to do and so i mean it could be a hobby for people but if if you really love with it and you travel a lot or you bring people over and you're constantly doing it I don't think that's a hobby. I think like you're truly in it for whatever, like fuck the money, fuck the fame, fuck all that. Like you want to bring awareness to your show. Like you were talking about the music and all the, all the things that go into it. And then you want people to know if they don't know who this person is, you want them to know, you want to elevate them as much as they elevate you. So it goes both ways. And that's, that's like, that's what I would say to you if, if I would have saw that. Yeah. Bro, just keep going. You know, fuck all this fucking social media bullshit. <laughs> learn how to market yourself and learn the important things of, like, what truly matters for your show. Like, what what foundations can you build for that, to, for that building to go up? You know, because Rome, yeah. Rome wasn't built in a day. All this stuff takes a lot of time, yeah. you know, so that's like what I would have told you. But I mean, I'm glad people reached out to you and it's, it's always funny when it's people you don't even know exist yeah. and they hit your inbox and they're like, like, where are you at? You know, or like, is it done or like, yeah. what's your, like, what's going on? You know, and they check on you and it's, it's always a... It's always a great feeling that people you have no idea exist care about you. Yeah. I don't, uh, one of the last things, one of the best things is, uh, like we were saying, believe in yourself. That's uh, People want to do things and, uh, you know, you see people gambling all the time. Why not gamble on yourself? Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, it, like I said, it's, I started it. I kind of I kind of believed in myself but here lately you know whenever I did when I told you I was wanting to quit and people start hey you know I didn't know people like these people were listening Mm -hmm. hey you know keep going and stuff and that's why I tell you uh kind of here recently I changed my mindset and why I want to be able to make this where I can do this constantly even if you know it's selling merchandise and stuff too but you know I want to be able to do stuff without depending on a major company or whatever to pay me. That's one of the best things I 
one of the best pieces of advice I can give people is bet on yourself. Why bet on anything else other than yourself? If you like, like you're saying, if you love something, why not try to try to do that? Because you see people making a living out of YouTube, doing everyday things. Mm-hmm. You know, there's people on TikTok. I didn't, you know, to be honest, I didn't. I'd always be scrolling on TikTok and I'd come across people's lives. Then I, I, I would just scroll past them. Then uh, I started watching some of them and I'd hear them talking about, you know, like what they call them, like them little galaxies and, you know, like them roses and stuff on the TikTok lives. Oh, the lives. gifts and stuff? Yeah. yeah. I didn't know that they was actually paying you yeah. to do that. See? You know, just even if it's something like that, content creator and stuff, if you if that's something you like doing is entertaining, whatever, find your find your uh, circle or crowd or whatever that you want to be uh, known for, whatnot. Do it and quit gambling on like these big. Like I said, I'm not trying to down talk anybody really because I don't really like spreading negativity but quit gambling that you're still going to have a job in a month whenever who knows so and so company could buy it out hey we're moving it to Mexico mm-hmm. then you're stuck without a job that you've been you put 15 20 years into you know and especially like these young people I mean young, don't get me wrong you know there's people that that I mean, we need people to work. As long as you're working, you know, I'm all right with that. I don't really care what you do. Because I see a lot of people out there just don't want to work. but And then they complain why they don't have things, you know, all this other stuff. But why not bet on yourself doing something that you love rather than sit back and complain about it? Mm-hmm. That's one of the biggest things I had to get over is why are they doing this? Or how they get to do this whenever I'm stuck working and I got all these bills to pay and whatnot. Because they, that person took the chance of betting on themselves, buying all this equipment, going, going here and there with as minimal money as, you know, they have, betting that this is going to work out for them. Mm-hmm. That's something that I had a, that's a mindset that I'm having to, still to this day, you know, kind of evolve into is bet on yourself. That's the best advice I can give people is bet on yourself you you go to a casino and bet bet on a machine you know why not bet on yourself you know it's that's the way i think of it why are you leaving it up to a machine whether you know whether you get money or lose money mm-hmm. take that money do something you do you love doing buy the stuff that you need and bet on yourself who knows it could in a year Maybe you spend thirty, like thirty dollars at this machine does not. That thirty dollars could buy you, could, uh, you say you do that a week, save it up for a month, save it up two months. You know, just keep doubling, and in a year you could buy the piece of equipment or whatever you possibly wanted, and then that, who knows? Like I said, maybe a year after you buy that, people might be might be paying you like what. Seven, seven, eight hundred dollars for a music video mm-hmm. in one day. Mm-hmm. That's that's what I'm that's what I'm going to start betting on is myself. Mm-hmm. You know, rather than leaving it up to this company, like I said, because I worked at a company I got I got fired from, and 
now I'm at this other company, and now the company that I'm that I was at, I, there's been talks of, oh, we're gonna move it to Mexico. We're if y'all don't start performing high enough, we're gonna move it to Mexico. See, that's something like that. I got tired of hearing a company telling me if y'all don't do good, we're gonna move. Mm-hmm. You know, and at that point, you're betting that you're betting on your coworkers whether they're gonna be there, whether they're gonna perform whether you know the parts and stuff are going to come in that we actually need why not bet on yourself and do the things that you love knowing you can do it and be able to go and do whatever you want to do and make money off of it mm-hmm. that's the best piece of advice i can give people is bet on yourself rather than leaving it up to chance to working at a job that could shut down or you know fire you for whatever reason you know yeah but there's jobs too that they do appreciate your work. Yeah. But I've had jobs where it's like you're just replaceable. And so that's why, like, when I say that too, it's like, you know, don't do nothing crazy. Like, quit your job. You yeah. know, just kind of ease into the yeah, things you yeah. want to do. And then, um, but I get it. You know, some people have really great jobs and they could, they move forward in that company or whatever. But man, there's a, a majority of jobs that, do not give a fuck about you. <laughs> like, well, and and it's crazy because like you, when you said that about that job, it was like, it's, it's hard to hear that because you're giving them your time and your efforts. And then to make a threat like that, it just doesn't make yeah. sense. It's like, it's like, man, like I'm here like more than I'm home. Probably like that's how I was at the casino at the what casino I worked at. I was, there more than i was here and i wasn't doing shit like i was doing i was working for them making them money giving my time my and then overtime too and then what i get in return when i quit it was like all right see you later yeah <laughs> like, yeah another, another <laughs> thing is uh that company i was telling you about i used to work for i got fired from was uh uh-huh. there was countless times where uh they would openly tell you that if you don't want to work here, we can find somebody else that works here. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. They tell you, we can find somebody else off the street that works here. Well, I thought, I'd, you know, I'd, I would tell them time and time again, you know, well, find them. Mm-hmm. I mean, worst thing can happen is fire me. At that time, that was my mindset because, and then how are you going to motivate workers to come work for you if you keep telling them that? And then after, I think it was like six months or seven months after I got fired, uh, I start messaging some of my buddies that still work there, and it's like, yeah, they had a big meeting about moving it to Mexico and uh, stuff. And the uh, plant manager stood up in front of everybody and said, "If you don't want to work here, uh, go go work somewhere else. We want people that wants to work here and stuff." And he said, literally, that next two three weeks, at least fifty, maybe fifty percent of the workforce went somewhere else. Like, oh, hey, really? How are you going to be a plant manager and down-talk your crew mm-hmm. like that? I mean, nobody's going to want to work for you. I mean, I understand that people need a job. Mm-hmm. It helps with their everyday life and everything, but still, that don't give you no... Just because you're the plant manager and there's some situation or there's some stories of how he got to be the plant manager, I ain't going to mm-hmm. share it, but, you know, but how are you going to be a plant manager that's supposed to be in a leading role 
telling people it's not even it's the way that he said it it's not mm-hmm. he didn't come in and be like you know the uh, corporate said if we can't perform we uh they're thinking of moving it to Mexico and uh so we're going to need y'all to perform better and do this and tr- we're going to try to do this and do that he's like like he straight up no he said you we either perform better or we're moving it to Mexico whether y'all have a job or not it's it's getting down to they're asking why we're not producing and everything and he pretty much said it's because the employees I mean it's and that's another thing is it's the way how you say things to people you Mm -hmm. know I I don't think even whenever I first heard he was going to be the plant manager because he it changed two or three times while I was there for five four or five years Mm -hmm. whenever I heard that I was in my head, I was like, he's not a leadership role kind of guy. I mean, he's his work ethic is there, but the way that he, his human skills and stuff are not going to be what elevates this to state or to the next level or even stay on the level it is. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's, I don't see how you can talk to your employees or people, you know, people underneath you talk to them like that. That's why. Even I mean it ain't as bad at this job I'm at now, but I'm wanting to take that out of my mindset or out of the back of my mind worrying about whether I'm going to have a job or not. Yeah, that's why I'm. That's why I tell people. That's why I'm going to start telling people bet on yourself. If you want to be a nurse, whatever, take that step. Mm-hmm. You want to be a vet? I don't care if you want to be a veterinarian or you know just YouTube person. Because hell, there's people making from whenever I used to game a lot. There was just one league that had two seasons in a year. There were six months. Each season, you can make five hundred thousand mm-hmm. dollars if you won that champion, uh, the league championship, playing games. Yeah, yeah. You know, I that's mean, a lot of time too. Yeah, I mean, it People, is. I know a gamer that does eight to ten hours a day, and they started out with nobody watching. But I mean, that just goes back to what we were talking about. Is like. Just build it. Just keep. You're you're seeing in real time. People aren't even watching you. Yeah. But yet you still have to do it because that's the choice you made. Like that's what you you bought all this gaming equipment, the 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 card whatever to to go live and stuff. And yeah. You're seeing it in the in the corner of like zero people watching. But the person that I know that games, man, it took them like. A year longer maybe to even get like 500 people in there and now it's like they're striving in it because they didn't give up yeah and it's just it's another job but it's a job you want to do but yeah even tiktok it's like people that i know it's like two to three videos a day with editing and even then like it was breaking that barrier of like 90 views figuring out how to get thousands of views so like that's what i had to do with our spirit talker one i had to figure out like what worked what hashtags worked in order to get i think our biggest one is like seven hundred thousand views in one video and then we have like over fifty thousand followers on that one so but i took time off of it but now i'm back on it let everybody know where to follow you and where to keep up with uh, unknown hip hop culture. All right, uh, Facebook, it's you know just the unknown hip hop culture. Then the 
Instagram, it's let me check it out right quick. It's that was too long of a title, but it's unknown HH culture, and then TikTok, I have a uh, it's unknown hip hop culture 918. I'll try to keep them around the same thing, but uh, that's the Instagram one. I guess the name was too long, so yeah, I hate that. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I'll try to keep it uniform, and you know, it's I. I try to keep stuff posted on Instagram and TikTok, but most of the time it's on Facebook. Oh, yeah, the YouTube. It's let me figure it out. It's uh, I believe it's around the same thing actually as unknown hip hop culture nine one eight. I believe or yeah, it's, actually it's unknown hip hop culture nine one eight. It's my YouTube. That's where I do all the I do all the interviews at. I post them on there. Then I'm gonna I'm. You know, I'm one person, so I'll kind of, I hate where I have a three-year-old daughter. I hate being on my phone too much, so I'll try to keep it all on one app. That, that way I'm not having to constantly look at my phone and keep posting to all these different things. So most of it's going to be like Facebook and YouTube. Okay. So, you know, I mean, I'll, I'll still dabble in uh, Instagram and TikTok and stuff, but I try to keep it as minimum out of my face as possible because... You know, I still try to do the family thing and have spend time with them and whatnot. It's kind of hard to, you know, nowadays, especially technology, having to, like we were saying, you know, hustle because it does take time. And it, when you're betting on yourself, you have to market yourself. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you have to mess with this. But I try not, I try not to mess with it too much, other than Facebook and uh, Facebook and YouTube. Mm-hmm. So, you know, whether you follow my facebook page or you could follow or you because i'll repost it on my personal page too it's uh brandon d rock duncan so and you're on apple and spotify and um i believe so yeah yeah and google podcasts i'm not sure about google i think i i think the distributor i think they do but um who do you use i, I forgot to ask that who do you use uh it's a a cast a cast yeah okay. i'll if it's not if my recent episodes ain't on there, I believe I'm actually I might have to update like the last three or four, but I'll put them. I'm gonna put them on there, but you know it's and then it distributes to uh, Spotify and you know iHeartRadio, I believe and mm-hmm. stuff too. So yeah, oh uh, yeah, Acast. Never heard of Acast. Yeah, I just, yeah. I just looked up like a. Podcast distributors, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what I did. Too. <laughs> the one that popped up for me was Red Circle. Okay, and so back then it was free, but now you got to pay for it. But I know like the free one now is uh, it was Anchor, but it's Spotify for podcasters now. Yeah, so that's the one I use for Spirit Talkers. But I know there's like Podbean and yeah. all these other crazy ones. But yeah, I, I used to use Podbean, then I was like, oh, I don't. I'll kind of post more to these other things because I. I having to get to go to different ones rather than because uh, my Acast would uh, distribute to all them, mm-hmm. like you know all of them. But the Podbean, you would have to. There were certain ones where it would distribute to all of them, but then like there was three or four that Acast would distribute that you would have to manually go into on Podbean and do that. And I just got tired of. You know, manually putting those whenever I could do it on Acast, and it just true goes to everything. Simpler, yeah, 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Make it simple. 
yeah. don't don't make it too hard on yourself. <laughs> that's how that's how I like it too. <laughs> but uh, but man, yeah, thank you for coming on. No problem. Uh, welcome back anytime. Just let me know. Uh, I'd enjoy it to just come back and talk or whatever. But <clears throat> everybody, go follow Unknown Hip Hop Podcasts, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Subscribe on apple spotify wherever you listen to podcasts and any artists out there hit up brandon yeah who would love to have you on and just hang out talk get to know you and just everything we talked about on here about what actually the artist does yeah in their story artists videographers producers just anything anything hip-hop culture you know i mean if you're if you're even a tattoo artist that you know kind of do that hip hop's like saved your life, I'd love to hear a story, you know, even doing stuff like that. I mean, just anything that's incorporated into the hip hop culture. I'm not just looking for artists, it's producers, videographers, DJs, promoters, and just like I said, just anything kind of in- incorporated with that. Mm. So, yeah. So, just artists. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no. You heard that, so hit them up. But everybody go check out Okie Podcasts, where you listen to podcasts, Apple, Spotify. Uh, check out or follow on Instagram at Okie Podcasts. My personal on there is at RussellMus49. And my personal on Facebook is Russell Sun Eagle. You can check out Okie Podcasts on Facebook as well. And check out Spirit Talkers, uh, wherever you listen to podcasts as well. That's myself, Chris Hill, and Tyler Randall. Where we talk about everything, native folklore, ghost stories, cryptids, uh, just everything supernatural. So go check that one out. It's available everywhere. And follow us on Instagram at Spirit Talkers Podcast. Follow our TikTok at Spirit Talkers, I believe is what it is. And I would say just Google Spirit Talkers and you would you would find us. And so, yeah, uh, until next time, everybody. Peace.